Good morning, guys. This is Rob with Couch on Fire Podcast. This episode you're about to listen to is an interview that I did about a couple days ago with a fellow co-worker slash stand-up comedian. Um, he is going to be doing a live show pretty soon, um, so definitely check that out. But yeah, <clears throat> we just sat down and kind of talked about a whole bunch of different fun stuff. Um, so I hope you enjoy this episode. bothers us today <laughs> wait let me put my phone on vibrate well hey guys this is rob with couch on fire podcast and today we have an episode a great episode for you, us today i have a special guest with me um he is a father a business owner a great storyteller a handyman and this week he's going to be dusting off the mic and performing on stage at the comedy cabana in north myrtle beach yeah north myrtle yeah Jeez. Mr. Randy, or I like to call him Rando Commando. How you doing today? I'm doing well, thank <laughs> you. God, geez, that's some introduction. Well, I feel you know, like I'm worth $3.4 million. Well, you are. You are. Yeah, I'm at $12 <laughs> an hour right now. <laughs> so um, for those who don't know you, um, you know, I've met Randy through our job. We both, we both work together, both managers. And um, Whoa, slow he's down. pretty... Uh, <laughs> He's pretty entertaining. Me and him, but I don't know what it is. I just gravitate towards him. He's a intelligent <laughs> man. He's a great, funny guy. And uh, yeah, I wanted him on the show because I wanted to talk about some retail, but I want to talk about life. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> we're managers. Are we getting any work done at this place? <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, what do you, uh, well, you know, uh, well, born born in the United States. Well, that was <laughs> lived in Minnesota. For a short time, home of a thousand lakes. If you go there now, they're all frozen. Oh, that makes sense, and that's why you're a Vikings fan. Yeah, I like the Vikings, okay. and I uh, spent some time in uh, Canada. Did you? And now in South, now <laughs> in South Carolina. <laughs> so that's it. My friends are like, "Oh, Randy, you're so funny. You should do comedy." Okay, I'm gonna do some comedy yeah. Tuesday night. Thanks for the uh, plug. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, that was it. I mean, I told my friends, hey, I'm going to do some comedy. And all my friends are like, oh, my God, you're doing comedy. You better bring your A game. And all my Canadian friends are like, you better bring your game, eh? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, yeah, okay. So well, anyway, that's it. <laughs> well, what, what motivated you to start doing um, comedy? Like uh, getting on stage and talking to people? Well, the stack of bills on my dining room table motivated me. <laughs> motivated me. Motivated me. A. No, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's what I, you know, I like to do. I'm working a lot. Mm-hmm. Retail's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you haven't done retail, retail's. I, 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 there's three stages during the day. We've talked. <laughs> we've talked about. <laughs> it's funny because I know what these. I know what you're gonna say. The three <laughs> stages in retail are. I'm gonna say from six in the morning to around eleven a.m. Huh, it's like having a root canal. Oh, okay. And then from eleven to three, it's like having a colonoscopy. And then from three to six, it's like giving birth. So that's how it is every day, seven days a week. This is true. Are we connected? Yeah, we're connected. We're talking. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Retail's not for the uh, young at heart. It is not. Do you think that um, 
since you've been in retail, did it give you materials for the comedy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. I have a so lot of material. A, there's always a silver lining in retail. I always say that because I've been in retail for a while. Silver lining. Clearly, like, you've been in there longer than silver I Silver lining. It's more like a black and blue. <laughs> Jeez, silver lining. What are you talking well, about? Well, no, because think about it because, you know, I'm sure you had material before, but now working retail with all the dumb shit that you go through. Like, I bet you you have so much pages and pages of material to be on Well, page. yeah, I mean, no, re- I mean, retail would be great. Uh, just the customers seem to screw it up for you. So it's a little, it's hard. But yeah, I have a lot of material. I mean, I have a lot of material about my life and, you know, relationships and my kids and, you know, my parents. So hopefully it'll, it'll be nice. I got about seven minutes to perform on stage and... Uh, Gonna, should be good. Yeah, should be good. I'll be there. Maybe we'll do a live show there, too. <laughs> no, don't. We can't do a live <laughs> yeah. show there. Um, okay, so let's go back. Let's start from the beginning. Be, like beginning today when I woke up and no. got out of bed? No, when your mom and dad got together. Oh. No. no. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. No, well, what, what kind of childhood did you have? What well, kind of, it was, like, well, look, no. let me tell you. I'm, I was actually the, um, I'm the youngest of three. Okay. My mom and dad were older. And, uh. My dad, that went right over your head. My dad raised me. My mom actually left before I was born. Yeah. But my dad loved me. He did. He did a good job raising me. I mean, he, 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 he whatever I asked him for, um, he got me. You know, one time I was like, Dad, you know, I want a fort. And uh, I went to school and I came home. And my dad said, go look in the backyard. And there it was. Put a refrigerator back there for me. I mean, it was nice. It was great. It had the door, the hinges. It was wonderful. So it was it was nice. Uh, for Christmas, I mean, yeah. my, for Christmas, he got me an etch a sketch. Okay. With one knob, but that was all right. I just you know did the one line <laughs> all the way across. So it was nice. And then when we got you know I got a little older, I got yeah. into my teens. I started collecting you know baseball cards mm-hmm. and stamps. Mm-hmm. My dad was collecting bottles. It was just easier than saying he was an alcoholic, but it was it was all right. <laughs> And then I had kids of my own. Yeah. So it's 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 nice. Well, wait, you were you were, you were telling me um so you used to be a business owner. Well, you still technically are a business owner if you think about it. Um, but yeah. you you had your own storefront. I did. Yes, and it was for what 15, 18 years. 18 something? years. Yeah. 15, 18 years. Um, and it goes back to what you were um saying about the collecting. You yes. started, You know, you and your father wanted. Wanted to do something. We did. And you, we, you did it. We did. We yeah. had a little hobby store in New Jersey. And we yeah. had it for just about 18 years. Mm-hmm. What was the what was the pros and cons of owning your own business in retail? Because that's retail. So. Well, you know, it's 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 uh, you know, had to be there every day, and you know, it was like like I said, it was like having a root canal colonoscopy and giving birth every day, and uh, it was good though. We had a, had a really nice time. We bonded a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, provided for my family. Did you have employees or anything? Or, uh, well, uh, my hesitation is I'm gonna say yes. It was really my brother. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was more like family. A lot of I feel like a lot of family-owned things are employees. family-owned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wanted to get paid, so I, you know, I did have to pay him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then eventually, I killed him. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Test one, what? two. Hold one, on. Two. Hold on. One, two. One, two. <laughs> Well, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, you know, did you deal with any, like, high-rate people? Because if it's your own store, you can no, tell them to get no. the hell out. Most of my, <laughs> 99% of my customers 
because it was a baseball card and hobby store. Most, yeah, 99% of my customers were uh, under the age of 12, and yeah. they were only about four feet tall. So, so I, a lot I, of problems. No problem. <laughs> no, they were all this high. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Very good. Very, very good. Very good. One of your favorite words. I do like saying very good. Well, you know, working in retail, it's so... I've talked about this on, the, on a you couple episodes. You were talking about retail. Well, I talk about retail a lot because it's my life. I've done it for... I've stepped away twice, away from retail, to see if I can pursue, like, something else. I did sheet metal work with my uncle, um, which I did... The hard work was fine. The only thing was... Um, Something about retail has called me back. Maybe it's because I know it. It's easy. Sheet metal's hard. It's it's a easy. It's easy and hard at the same time. Like it's it's easy because it was with my uncle. He just told me what to do, and I just did it. Mm-hmm. But it's hard because it's hard work. I mean, you cutting yourself all the time. There's slips and drives, putting duct work in. I mean, you know, I used to do that, and that was that was hard for me. I didn't like it. I was young, and I was just like, I'm lazy. I don't want to do this. And you just wanted to get back into retail. And I wanted to get back to retail. And for the longest time, I always thought people looked down on people that worked retail. I thought it was kind of like, I feel like there was a generation where, oh, my father was a Sears, um, you know, he, he sold refrigerators at Sears. That looked like, oh, wow, he's a good businessman. But then there was like the 90s and early 2000s where it was like, People just thought retail was for the scum, for the people that can't get any other job, the people that can't do oh, anything. Oh, no, I disagree. I, I felt like that for the longest time, and I wanted to hide it. I wanted to hide the fact that I worked at you know, Blockbuster. I was manager at Blockbuster, and um, I can say that because they're not around anymore, so I can say whatever I want. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but the fact that I, you know, I was a manager at Blockbuster, um, I used to never tell my friends I was there. I used to say I, I was a bouncer at you know, the Block. You know, oh, as a joke. Yes, because, you know, as a yeah, joke. Yeah. Oh, because you're so you know, you, you know I laugh at your jokes. You don't want to laugh at mine. That's fine. Well, I was trying to listen. I was trying to be a good. Li- well, maybe see, you also <laughs> just missed having shopping carts around you every day yeah, of your life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I've always filtered back to retail. I think um, I've there was a time where I, I I hated it. I hated it so much. But now I'm so. And I, you're in it now, right? Yeah, I'm still well, in it. You don't hate it that yeah. much. We work together. You, oh. you know where. <laughs> right. well, well, like, so how's that root canal every day and <laughs> yeah. that colonoscopy? See, you have a different outlook than I do. I don't know if it's because you have many years more than I do experience and you've just been fucked too many times. Whoa! Retail. I can say that? <laughs> oh, I can say whatever I want. This? This, is a, this is not a family-friendly show. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> you might get it. Um, oh, okay. But right. anyway, no, Um. yeah, I mean... I always tease Randy when we're at work. I always tease him. I always say he looks like he's seen a lot of shit. I have. He, um, you know, throughout the day, we actually just talked about it, throughout the day, in the beginning of the shift, he's, you know, he's there. He's doing everything under the sun. He's moving really fast. But towards the second part, of, what is it? Not the root canal, the, the colonoscopy. Oh, the During colonoscopy? the colonoscopy, he starts walking with a limp. He starts yeah. looking like he there just did go. a couple tours of Nam. <laughs> he's got grenades <laughs> everywhere. I mean, and it's, and it's not, I don't think it's the job. I am 100% sure it's not the job. If you took away customers and just you just did the merchandising, the pricing, everything normal, I feel like you would have a wonderful day. But as oh. soon as you involve these... Uh, people? Uh, yeah, humans? We, yeah, we're going to say humans. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you involve these people, that's what brings you down. What is it about people do you think that just talk? they can talk down to us? Like, well, I mean, look, listen, look, you and I are blessed... We're still working. I threw a little gospel in there. Um, we're, we're, you know, we're working. But it, it is. It's not for everybody. It really isn't. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, 
But you know, retail's retail's tough. It's tough. It's in our blood, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like once you do time in it, it's like it's so hard because it can be very easy, and that's what it makes it so be. enticing. But it can also be very challenging. I've had great experiences in retail as a um, as an associate manager, shift leader, whatever you want to call it. Then I've also had some crappy situations where well, I've been. Gotta make the best of it, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, is there a commercial break? No, we're still going. <laughs> Jesus oh, God. no, we have the commercial in the beginning. Oh, we did. Oh, the yes. intro. Yeah, no, before the intro, I have an ad that plays. Oh. oh. Thank you for listening to the show, because obviously you know. I really appreciate you being oh, yeah. you know, yeah. on here. You just don't yeah. even know. No, I like the, 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 the Couch Fire <laughs> podcast. Um, so what made you get into retail after your business oh this retail business? is this my root canal or my no, well you have a lot of experience i've I, talked to you all that's day long. all i know is retail is retail it's i don't know anything service. else high school educated went to college retail is all i know and that's i'm fine with that it's yeah. not for everybody i told my kids you know try to don't don't retail's tough and they're not one's a school teacher mm-hmm. um I can't think what my other daughter's doing. Oh, she's going to kill me. Not listening to this podcast. Yeah, she's going to She's an occupational therapist. So oh. they're both both doing very well. That's what my daughter sees once a week in OT, occupational therapist. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they got a little bit of college debt, but at least they're not pushing shopping carts around and turning keys and going up and down ladders and filling shelves. I think the thing that... It's horrible. The thing that frustrates me the most, this is, I'll, we'll wrap up the whole retail thing because there's so much other stuff we can cover. But the thing that the thing that frustrates me the most is the fact that um, like there is no nine to five. There will never be nine to five in retail. No, you're gonna no. work holidays. You're gonna work days that are, everybody in the world has off because it's the president's holiday and you're working because it's a yes. sale day. So it's like you yes. and you sacrifice a lot in retail. You do. You, you sacrifice friendships, relationships, even neglecting animals. Oh, you, you God, sacrifice animals. Some, well, you know, I, you know. Yes, but, no, <laughs> you're right. There was a time when my wife and I both worked retail, and I had a dog at home, and he, she would be home eight, nine, ten hours a day, and I feel so guilty because she's just sitting at home all day, well, and that's just a dog. So just imagine if you evolve a child and you evolve, you know, other things. I mean, it's a there's a sad side to retail that no one ever talks about. Um, it just sucks. Oh, jeez. So. I feel like we should pass out a bucket right now and see if we can get a collection. Hi, my name's Rob. I'm, I work in retail. <laughs> no, I'm not an alcoholic. Uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> God almighty. Yeah, retail's tough. Okay, that's good. Okay, so I also, and so in the beginning of the podcast, I also said, you know, I said the business owner, you're a good storyteller. I said you're a handyman. Oh, jeez. So let, let me, uh, let's uh, let let the world know if you're ever in the Myrtle Beach area, North Florida no. area, I have a gentleman here. He's a uh, handy Randy. Yeah, handy um, Randy. I got a lot of names yeah. at work. He got he's got I, a lot I, of I names, some, you know. He's uh. We're gonna have to call HR and see what names I can, can, can <laughs> put on. Um. So Randy, uh, he does uh, side work. You know, he works like what, 55 to 60 thousand hours a week, and then he comes home and what's he do instead of sitting at home? He paints. Yeah, because I'm bored out of my mind. <laughs> so you one know. thing about Myrtle Beach that I'm guessing a lot of people don't know that are listening to this, because I have a lot of people elsewhere that listen to this, um, it's it's kind of a retirement area. There's it a is. lot of retirement folks lot, down here. A lot of retirement. And they have a lot of money. Well, and, I don't know if they have a lot of money, but it seems like they yeah, do. And they just want to make, I mean, they get bored of 
a lot of things. They want new tiles. They want new. They want carpet. They want this. And they but, do. And who are you gonna call? I hope they call Handy Randy. <laughs> or if they don't call me, at least they'll come and see me at the Comedy Cabana Tuesday night. Do you uh, do you ever think that you're doing too much? No, I am. Okay. I am not a. So you're not a relaxed kind of person. You're no. more of like I'm gonna keep going, going. No, I I cannot sit still. I'm sorry, I can't. My neighbors. That's fine. Yeah, that's what I do. I just stay busy all the time. You're not alone. There's a lot of people out there that just can't sit still. They have yeah. to constantly be doing something. I mean, ask me how many tiles I have on my floor. 242 of them. I've counted them 17 times. That's what, what? Mean, really? Yeah. Oh, because I. Randy, we need to get you out. <laughs> Did you just call me Ray? I said Randy. We need oh. to get you out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Pop Pop. We'll start calling you Pop Pop. Yeah, call me Pop Pop. <laughs> that was. Um, no, I mean, like, I just, I can't, um, maybe it is my generation, um, but, th- but then again, my wife, she's nonstop. She can't just sit still. It um, never happens. She has, like, one day, one day, maybe every month where she's just like, I don't want to do anything. But then after that, it's just, she's constant. I mean, she would work. Well, go to, you guys are young, too. Yeah, but she's just, it's her work ethic. Her father has an amazing work ethic, and she gets it from her father. And I don't tell him this that often, because I don't really, me and my, my father-in-law, he's my father-in-law. We talk, we bond over sports like any other male, and then that's mm-hmm. about it. We don't really talk about anything else. Oh. Um, he'll tell me about his job. You don't give him a hug or yeah. a high five. He's a manager of a warehouse that distributes. Oh, he's a manager. Uh, he's in retail. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, but it's a, of a warehouse that distributes um, oxygen tanks for old folks. So oh. he's in charge of drivers and people that deliver oxygen tank, tanks for people oh. and stuff like that. So. Okay. Can you get uh, me a discount on one? I should. I need yeah, one. you're gonna need one soon. <laughs> they're they're, they're retiring. Retiring down here. But the thing is, though, he's he works, he works uh, 15 hour days and he's 15. never home. He would be on call for Christmas and all this stuff. And Kristen, when she first met me, um, she told me that um, you know, she didn't she didn't want that for me. So that's why I I draw the line so thick in the sand about family comes first. I know we've had that conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's because of I don't want to ruin any relationship I have no, with her. I don't want to. I don't want to, and then with my daughter being special needs, that's why yes. we do that. No, nope, I give you, you have but, five rules, I know. But I'm also lazy. I'm a lazy. I'll admit 100%. But, so I get overwhelmed when I work 40 hours a week, barely 40 sometimes because I like to leave a little early. So 39 to 40 hours a week, and then come home and do a podcast, and I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my God, this is so much. So the fact, hearing you counting tiles, you know, putting crown molding in, doing all this other stuff, and now, you know. Yeah, I'm laughing that you pushed the boundary of 40 hours. You're like a 39.8. <laughs> well, you know, so when I was, um, when I worked at a different job, sour, sourly, I can't speak, sourly. I'm saying Salary? It. Salary. Yeah, okay. Well, you're relaxed. You're practically in your pajamas today. Yeah. Um, thanks. Um, I don't wear pants when I do podcasts. Is that weird? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm very distracted. Sorry, it's cold outside. Well, um, <laughs> can you at least sit on a towel? <laughs> Jesus. Um, eyes lo- up here. Yeah, eyes up here. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I do have to say something about that, but I'll, I'll wait until the end of the um, podcast. Okay. Just in case you want me to cut that out. Yeah, right. <laughs> But um, no, basically, like I just feel I feel overwhelmed, and I don't want to do that much stuff. So it's so exhausting looking, like hearing about all your endeavors. Uh, I love I love that you do it. I'm jealous, but I just can't do it. No, I don't can't. be jealous. Well, I'm you're you're, je- well, look, you're a, a, you know you're a father of a, a young daughter. Yeah. Right. So when you got you know a house and a yeah. wife, and don't you have a dog and a mm-hmm. 
Don't you have a camel in the backyard too? <laughs> no, I got rid of the camel. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Too many, every every Wednesday, everyone hey, look, kept screaming I, hump day. I had to get rid of it. <laughs> it was very annoying. Happy hump day. <laughs> uh, what was that? What was that commercial? Was it Bob? Is it Bob? Hey, Mike, Mike, Mike. What day is it, Mike? Oh, what yeah, day is it, Mike? Commercial. Yeah, that's a funny commercial. I don't know. I think that was, was that a gecko, Geico commercial? Yeah, something like that. Um, no, I mean, so not only are you a handyman, you know, you you are a father, so you're always checking on your daughters. You know, you mm. you got a lovely girlfriend. You oh, work, sweet, sweet potato? Yeah, sweet potato. Mm-hmm. You work uh, you work so much, um, and then you're if anybody needs help, you're always there to help them. And then you have one more business endeavor that I we do? haven't talked about. And that's uh, the Randy Retreat. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so Randy's since, Retreat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're, yeah. we're in Randy's house right now. It's a lovely home. Um, it's three bedrooms. How many baths? Two? Three baths? Two and a, three, two and a half baths? Uh, two and a half. Yeah, no, two it's, and a, it's not really that big of a house, yeah. but well, uh, I'm never know, home. That's yeah, the problem. Ne- I'm never home. You're never home because you're always doing something else. And you're like walking distance to the beach. If you I am walking it. distance to the yeah. beach. Um. You know, about a, what, what are you thinking? Football field? Maybe a little bit like... Football field? Yeah, maybe two. Yards? Maybe no, a little further. 200 yards? We'll yeah. say 200 yards. Yeah, you, you can almost smell the ocean. Yeah, well, you can... If I open the is windows. Is it the ocean or is it the you? dollhouse down the street? No, I'm joking. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, that's far away. <laughs> um, no, so... Yes, I, I do. I have a lot going on. <laughs> I do. But do you like it? Do you like a lot going on? Yeah, I do. I like. What did you do like before it. you met me? Because I feel like, uh, well, you did handyman work, and you, you I did the handyman you, work. You did the Airbnb. I did the Randy's retreat. I did that. Mm. Um, I did some stand up years ago. I mean, yeah. it was it's been years ago. Um, but it's on my bucket list, and now I kind of moved it up a little bit. I don't yeah. have a lot on my bucket list. And uh, yeah, I met you. Nice, nice guy. You know, you got. What was your first impressions of me? Oh, this is the guy that's taken my spot. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? This is the guy that's taken my job. See, this is what. But then you know, after um, a couple of, oh, I got a belly ache. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel. You don't understand. That's exactly how I sound. So, Thank you. Appreciate it. I mean, I got. A, <laughs> yeah, I got a pretty long streak of uh, some good attendance, so now I'm not as worried. Well, see, that's the thing about retail. When you're in it for so long, you get to a point where you just think everyone's like you're. You could lose your job. And everyone second. feels that way. Well, you know, an old district manager told me. He said everyone's replaceable, even him. Of course they are. So of just, course they just think are. about it like that. So if you have that in the back of your mind, you should, you know, be scared enough to do your job properly. I, that, I feel 100%. I always feel there's, uh, you know, another manager better than me so you know I don't want to follow I want to lead so I want to always say hey look you know I may not be great at everything but hey I'm going to really have this under control Mm -hmm. and attendance is good I mean I like you know it drives me crazy when we get you know call outs or you know I don't feel good you know but you know I, I and I do I do say it I mean I got like 13 years of really great attendance I'm like the Cal Ripken of attendance okay I know a lot about him. Trust yeah, me. So, um, oh yeah, that's right. Cause you're from there. Yeah. From where? Aren't you from Baltimore? Mar- Baltimore, yeah, Maryland. Yeah. yeah. My kids are up there now. Actually, the county he grew up in, I'm from. Really? Yeah. I grew up in Hartford County, Hartford, which uh, is a, he. That's where the Ironbird Stadium is, and the Ripken Experience there. 
and then that's where his, oh the Ripken experience mm -hmm. yeah. yeah there's one here too yeah he made one down here too. yeah there is one down there I thought we work in it it's called the retail experience <laughs> Tell me some stories, some war stories. I like, I like hearing these. I've been wanting to ask you. No, I don't want to tell you. What, what, well, you don't have to say wait, any no, names. Wait, you don't no. have to say any names. But I've been wanting to ask you to see these war stories. I want to hear some stories. Of what? Dating? Want, no. Well, we're, we're gonna finish retail. Oh, okay, slow. So, <laughs> okay. I can be at work Monday. Yeah, yeah. So tell me some war stories about um, retail. Tell me. You gotta have. You got. What was the worst situation you've ever been in in retail? Hands down. Well. I mean, you know, the only time there's really an issue are some of the returns. I mean, the returns are tough. I mean, we, we try to really accommodate the customer. But, you know, eventually, you know, you're in the position to make a decision. Is this, you know, is this the best for the customer or the best for the business? And you kind of like a fine line. I mean, I one return will always stick in my mind. May I share it with you? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Please. Are you sitting on the towel? Yeah. Sorry. Well. I had a queef. I... You could say that on the thing. I could say whatever I want. This is the podcast. I just this had my couches clean. <laughs> Go on. Do you like my pillows? They're so nice. It's very soft, this couch. They are. Yeah. It, it is. No, the one time I had a return, you know, I had this, had this guy, probably in his late 20s, come up to customer service, and he was re returning a, uh, a baby stroller. Mm-hmm. And I just went up to him and said, hey, you know, what happened? It didn't work for your child? And he said, no, I outgrew it. <laughs> and I said, you outgrew it? So, like, like when is enough enough? Like, it was, it was probably 20, you like that? It was yeah. probably 21 years old, 22 years old. So I just didn't take it back. We, we just have guidelines. And now we do. And you know, people have got to understand nothing's going to last forever. Yeah, this is true. Right? I, um... I got uh, someone called me racist and spit in my face. Oh, that's terrible. And then I, the store that I worked at, I got robbed while I was on break. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean. Yeah. So that, that's the, part of the. I was the manager game. there. You were the, the manager. I was on in duty? the break room, um, where there is cameras, but the the monitor was facing the other way, and I'm sitting there eating a subway sandwich, and then the the guy comes in and robs, takes the money from the. They don't have the they. We have a delayed safe thing, so you have to type the number in and wait six minutes and then go back and right. you can open it. Um, so he didn't get any money out of the safe, but he took money from my CSR, which was a customer service representative. She just took all the money. No kidding. Yeah. So did she have to go to therapy? And no, she... we um we, we have good cameras, so we want the court. I want the court. Um, I felt dumbfounded because you know this is like my first time really being a manager and this happens. Yeah. So like it's all going the first way. the first year I was a manager that happened I hired someone who stole money out of the um, drawers there's a lot of things that I regret the first <laughs> year I was a manager Jeez. I learned a lot though that's yeah you did yeah well, you the know. area that I was in was a shady area it so, was yeah well when you first take when you first become a, a manager they put you in a low volume store so you can see what you can do there and I I didn't know I was in you know the lowest volume store you could possibly be in like. Well, they were testing you. Yeah, you know, like $400 a week kind of thing. Right. <laughs> well, did, you end, did they adjust your time for your lunch? Or did you end up eating your lunch? Or going oh, I back? finished my lunch. I didn't know anything about it. Oh. My, after the person left, nonchalant, the the CSR comes walking in the back room and just says, yeah, um, I was just robbed. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm flipping out. And did they ever catch the person? I don't know. I don't know. So we, we went to court, and um, we only went to court because... The CSR 
was trying to get money out of the company saying it was like what was it she was saying that detrimental or like she was saying that emotionally distressed distressed I don't know she was doing something and I was just dumbfounded in the court because I'm like and I was like I was eating a Subway sandwich I got extra meat that day you did? <laughs> yeah I did for a quarter more? yeah absolutely that's Son the way you gotta do it Jesus <laughs> so that was fun um, oh. but anyway yeah you gotta I mean yeah I mean it's it's funny, but it's not. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't want everyone to get hurt. Um, so, besides retail, um, Blue so Lightning. I wanted to talk to you. You're, so you're a little bit older than me, not by much, and I feel like you've you've been around and you've known a lot more. So, if you, if I was a single fella, what kind of dating advice would Oof. you give me? Well, uh, <laughs> dating. <laughs> Listen, dating in your twenties and thirties is different than your fifties. I mean, I'm in my fifties, and dating is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of extra things now I need for dating. I mean, just for me as a guy. I mean, there's pills involved now. Yeah, I was gonna say a penis pump or anything like. You can say penis. Pump. I can say. <laughs> I'm just saying. Pills. I just said queef and fuck, and I, you're telling me I can't say penis pump. <laughs> okay. No, for me, you know, there's pills involved. There's um, oils, ointment, candles. Vaseline, <laughs> Vaseline, candles. Damn. Tissues. That's just for her because I'm gonna disappoint her. <laughs> Cordless drill. Mattress toppers. Mattress uh, toppers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just on the ride over there. I mean, that's, that's my foreplay. So, I mean, honest to God, I'm always, I'm always nervous. This is, I'm always nervous. The first time a woman sees me naked, I'm always afraid she's going to run out of the park. I'm like, holy, get out of here. I feel like, I feel like once she gets to that, once you guys get to that point, it's like, eh, point. I don't have to see him next time, so let's just get this over with. Why did you say point? Like, well, like point of the relationship. Oh, I like, thought you, you were talking about the point of the, you know, the, yeah. little, the <laughs> no. little birdie. I feel like, well, you think you get that. I mean, I haven't been single in a while, but even in your late 20s, middle 20s, late 20s, I mean, you, you kind of have that thought. Of what? The pills or the ointments? No, you had that thought of like, uh, oh, what is she going to do if she sees me naked? I mean, oh. you know, things like that. You just, you know, I oh, had that. I've sure. had those thoughts before. Well, oh, yeah. you have? Yeah, every day I see my wife. Good looking guy like you. Blue lightning! <laughs> you know, luckily uh, I have documentation that, you know, she can't leave me right away. Yeah, or, or a rope and you just tie her up and yeah. just say, hey, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, dating. How do you know what we like? In da- oof. Tying up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dating dating's interesting, but I'm dating now. Yeah, sweet potato. Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a, a yeah. good relationship. Well, she's mad at me now. Well, technically, <laughs> she's, hopefully she does listen to this. I really appreciate. It. Thank no. you, sweet potato. Shout out. Shout out, <laughs> sweet potato. Sweet potato. She says I'm afraid of commitment. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not my girlfriend. No, I'm I'm gonna invite her Tuesday. That's she'll, very good. I'd like to there. meet her. Yeah, well, she'll be in the parking lot in the car. And if you go out there and talk to her, talk loud. She'll mm-hmm. actually be in the trunk. Love you, sweet potato. <laughs> she's going to kick my ass. Well, she's all mad at me now. Uh, why, Randy? I'll tell you why. Oh, you know why she's mad? <laughs> I gave her sister a hug last week. It was in the shower. What's the big deal? It's like, jeez, Louise. I mean, you guys, I'm sure you guys are wearing bathing suits at the time. <laughs> hey, the water was off. That's how I give my daughter a bath. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> but we've been dating. I mean, you're you're married, but uh, we're going on we're going on six months, seven mm-hmm. months, and you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I I think it's going good. There's certain signs I'm yeah. starting to pick up on yeah. that maybe 
What are the signs? Well, <laughs> oh, I wanna, well I'm going to tell you okay. what the signs are. Or are. Last month, she won two tickets to Hawaii. She went twice. <laughs> right? That's a sign. Right? The other day, we're watching TV. Somebody knocks on the door. She tells me to hide in the closet. Oh, that's, a, that's a sign. That's a sign, yeah, right? That's a red flag. But right here's there. the kicker. Here's the kicker. Last night, she said, I want to make love in the back seat of the car. Woo! I drove her and her boyfriend around all night. Honest <laughs> to God. I mean, I don't know. She's going to kill me. But, uh, yeah, dating don't. is... Uh, dating <laughs> You like that one, right? Yeah, it's good. Okay, you didn't just queef again, did you? No. You're all in blue. I like calling you blue lightning. Yeah, blue lightning. Anyway, so that's my dating. Yeah, dating's good. Next page. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, you know, I'm glad that you're happy at your, your very old age. What are you, 82, 83 now? Well, um, I'm in my late 50s. Well, you know, there's... Well, I thought up until last month... I thought there was three stages of life. Okay. There's youth, middle age, and looking good. I went to a funeral and found out there's a fourth one. What's that? Doesn't he look natural? That's a fourth one now. You know what? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Hey, it's my grand. <laughs> hey. My grandfather. What? Turns 95 tomorrow. 95. He's, know, been de- he's been dead for 20 years. God. <laughs> no. You're just filled with these little one-liners, aren't you? These yes, that's, all, that's <laughs> it. That's it. If, no. you like, if, you, if, you, if you guys are in the Myrtle Beach area and you like any of these punchlines. The what chair? The Myrtle Beach area. Oh, the Myrtle Beach area. Oh, that's so, the plug, yeah. See, that's why I said he's a lot older because when I talk, he just tends to... You know, Interrupt. Not not hear anything. So we call him Pop Pop. So uh, you just can't hear anything. <laughs> oh, Pop Pop is the funniest thing ever. Oh my um, gosh. Are we exercising after this today? Oh Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, call me call me Pop Pop. So what's next on your in your life? What's next? You say you're in your next. Mid, I don't know if I'm gonna get up tomorrow. Yeah, mid and late fifties. So you have a good good chunk of life left. What's what's next on your? What do you want to do? Like what's next? Um, well, I'm going to continue doing what I do, which is working yeah. and, and doing handyman stuff and, you know, the rentals and maybe some comedy and I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed to be healthy. Um, really haven't had any, uh, I don't know. You walk like you hit a landmine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walk like I got one sneaker on and a four inch heel on the other foot. <laughs> I do lean a lot. Um, we got to talk to the, uh, if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. <laughs> we got to make the aisles wider for me. Cause I'm just leaning too much, but I, I don't know. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll go day by day, mm-hmm. day by day. Have a colonoscopy this year. Everything checked out. Yeah. Good shape. Back exercising. Oh, hey, guess what? What? The gym I go to. Yeah. The guy called me yesterday, told me I won a free lesson with a trainer, one-on-one. Okay. You going? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going tomorrow. He told me one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then I said, where the hell are you located? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I like going to the gym. No, I do. I do. I do. I, I like the sets. I like the breaks mm-hmm. between the sets. I can check my phone. I can go home for three months, then come back. <laughs> uh, oh, man. No, I'm telling you, I got to... My New Year's resolution was to lose 15 pounds this year. Did you? I only have 25 more to go. Okay. <laughs> oh, I my do. gosh. But my grandmother actually inspired me. Um, at the age of, let me see, 83, mm-hmm. honest to God, 83, she started walking five miles a day. She's 96 now. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where the hell she is. <laughs> she just keeps walking. Yeah. I don't know where she is. Oh my gosh! So you, you, I'm guessing you're excited to get back on the stage. I am. You're excited. I am. Is it nerve wracking when you're up there? I don't mm-hmm. know. I haven't done I, it for um, such a long. I'm gonna practice I'm not, tomorrow. I'm not one for stage fright myself, but I, I, do, I have never been in a situation where, you know everyone is staring at me and a little tiny stage kind of thing oh yeah you know it's yeah. not for everybody but yeah. I, I think you know not to come across cocky but like I I, I think my personality is okay I mean I'm, I may stumble a little yeah. bit I don't know if everyone's gonna let I told my routine to sweet potato two nights ago mm. I mean I, I yeah. told her the whole routine she laughed at everything and yeah. then I untied her Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think that like she's just laughing because she likes you and she's just trying to humor you? Or do you think... Yeah, she like, just wants to sleep with me. <laughs> no, it's hard though. It's because, all that Vaseline. That's all it is. Yeah, it's something. Or the cordless <laughs> drill. <laughs> no, comedy, to practice comedy with one person, like you don't know if they're going to laugh. But yeah. if you get a whole audience, it's a little different. Yeah. Like I tell Sweet Potato... You know, I'll tell her like, "Hey, do you think this is funny?" And she'll, and I'm not naked. She'll just, (laughs) but then it might be funny to a bunch of people. Well, that's true. I mean, I don't laugh at every. And I'm not gonna be funny at all the time. Yeah, I don't laugh at everyone's jokes. I mean, I'll watch comedian shows on TV and oh yeah, I'll laugh at like maybe 40, 50 percent of their jokes. But some of them I just don't get, or it's just way over my head. I haven't been in that situation. I I try to tell like quick funny stories, quick punchlines, and I'm gonna fumble a little bit. But you know what? It's it's just something to do and go. And I got some friends coming out. Mm -hmm. It'll be a nice night out. It's very it's you know I can, I'll create a sign. No, yeah, I'll hold you, it up. What are you gonna stand on seventeen with an arrow? No, I'm gonna create can a sign. Can you do an arrow and spin it like those guys spin it? I'm gonna create a sign that says D's nuts and I'm gonna D's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> oh, uh, I forget you don't know, but the, that's a that's a a millennial thing. Oh, I don't yeah, know it's what that's a sign is. that's uh, people in wrestling and sports games and stuff, they will hold up a sign saying these nuts. Now you're saying D like the letter D? Yeah, the letter D E Z okay. and then nuts. It's a regular What's nuts. it mean? Like nothing. It's just being funny. Like oh, look at these nuts. Oh. You know, like, you know, just, you're looking at these nuts, kind of thing. It's just yeah, way over your head. Oh. It's okay. No, it's funny. Years ago, I used to have some props at comedy, and I would have like these giant bags of peanuts, like the big like 50 pound big bags, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden just I would just take the bags go to a table, pour them on the table, go back to the stage, point and go, look at all the nuts at that table. It was it was very funny, but it was a mess, and then I couldn't do it anymore. But that's when you said these nuts. Maybe that's the difference between yeah. you know growing up in the 80s and 90s. Well, the 80s. I grew up in the 
90s. Yeah, the 90s. I was born in what? the 80s, so I grew up in the 90s. You were born when? In I was born 80s? in the 80s. Oh, in the 80s? Yeah, yeah. I was I was born in the 60s. Technically, um, Millennials is from 1984 and up. Oh, okay. Which is crazy because... We do, I don't feel like one, and me and my wife have this debate all the time. We millennials, oh, you're we, one. we we assume that millennials are all about technology and stuff like that, and we don't really we don't really do too much. It seems like I do because I have to. I had to learn about all this technology stuff for me to survive, to be irrelevant. Yeah. See, you you have years of other stuff underneath your belt. Calculator. Do, yeah, calculator. You know, long division. <laughs> <laughs> dialing a phone. Yeah, dialing a phone. Um. But no, um, I don't feel like a millennial. Well, I don't feel like being wrapped into that. But technically, I am. I am a millennial. No, yeah, you're. But good. You to, I played outside like every other child. I, I had did no too. cell phone. I had to come in because I had a curfew when the street light came on. And I remember one night I did not come in, and my grandfather, full-blooded big Italian man, comes walking down the street, whop the side of my head, get your ass inside the house, and pulled me. Now you couldn't do that. You couldn't do that. You'd be arrested for child abuse. <laughs> like you, you would be. Like, yeah, I mean, man only hit me twice in my life that time, and the other time I called my grandmother a bitch, punched oh, me right in my face. He did? I deserved it. At the time, I hated him, but I deserved it. Oh. Now, looking back at him, I call him up and I joke with him. He's like, well, look at you now. You're paying your bills. Yeah. <laughs> like you have a house. You have a mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many That's kids that I grew up with don't have that stuff. Unfortunately, they either made wrong decisions or they're just so comfortable, you know, in the situation that they're in that they just don't want to leave. And, you know, oh, sure. your generation's been way past that. You guys, as soon as you guys turn 18, I'm sure you were out of the house. Sure. I'm sure even at 21, you guys were out of the house. Now, I mean, I have friend, I have, I have people that I know that are in their 30s still living with their parents. Man. And they, but they've never left. I have, I've had friends that have gone, had a life, but unfortunately fell on their face and now are trying to rebuild their life moving back in with their parents sure and I, to me I, that's fine but the ones that never left that's like come on you're you're literally milking this well this maybe is, they have a big bank account now maybe they do or, or you know yeah oh yeah you can say it say it. small penis it's okay small penis penis oh you gotta say it's so small like that um but yeah okay so you know why um i wanted to ask you why why myrtle beach why North Myrtle? And if you're going to stay here for the rest of your life? I would like to stay here. Okay. I do. I, I like I like the area. I, I like the people are great. Um, so much to do. Yeah, no, I would like to stay here. I really would. Okay. <laughs> I got Minnesota kind of on my bucket list to go back, but the winters are just too cold. Yeah, but, you think you walk now, you in the heat, you walk like this. Imagine the cold. Oh, my God. I snapped. My leg would fall off. <laughs> Somebody would call, hey, Randy, you dropped your leg and your cell phone. Yeah, no, I like it. I do. I do like it here. Summers are nice. People are great. Yeah, you, you live in like a, a unique area. So there's, there's, Myrtle Beach, there's Myrtle Beach, then there's North Myrtle. And then there's another part. It's called Pauly's Island. Oh yeah, Pauly's Island. So there's, there's Island. three. It's it's all the Grand Strand, I think. It's yeah. this big thing. So North Myrtle used to not really have much, but the the only thing that was in North Myrtle years ago was um, Barefoot Landing, which yes. was the only boardwalk until they built Broadway and right. Myrtle Beach. So when I my wife used to come here every summer when she was a child, and that's why you know she knew all about Myrtle Beach. She used to say they used to always stay in North Myrtle, North, North Myrtle. Right. Okay? 
and but Myrtle Beach was just kind of more eh, crummy. But then there was a shift. There and, was. And then Myrtle Beach was doing great. Poly's Island started getting bigger mm-hmm. for retirement folks, golfing folks, things oh, like that. Oh, sure. Then now it seems like North Myrtle is where it's at. It seems like there's well, a lot going on yeah, here. Yeah, there is a lot going down here. I mean, I mean, everything is, I mean, it's all built up. It's nice. Everything is relatively new. Mm-hmm. Shopping centers, the plaza, Main Street is, is a really good attraction in the summertime. Well, one thing I saw is um, in Myrtle Beach, there's a lot of abandoned buildings. There's a lot of buildings that were once something and now there's nothing. Here in North Myrtle, you barely see any abandoned well, buildings. Well, because it's new. It's well, because they tear built, it down right. and they make something new out of it. Yeah, I think they're talking about doing that now. Well, which they are. In Myrtle Beach, right? Yeah, it's just there's a there's a person that became in charge in North Myrtle and she's doing a great job she's brought companies like Publix to Qatar Center which is like the only one in like for miles I don't even think there's one in Charleston so there's like you know for me being a podcaster I buy my microphones there I buy everything oh, you do? there yeah I go there all the time I'm, oh. when I leave here I'm gonna go there while I'm up here my wife doesn't know about it because you know oh you're going there and all these no, I'm going to go to Walmart. I have to look for some uh, oh. domestic stuff. I know all these. And um, I know when you're up here, when you visit me, you usually I do. stop there. Well, we have an Aldi's near our house, but there's some. There's a piece of, there's a piece of bread that we're looking for. It's called low-carb bread. And where is it at? It's at Aldi's only. But, oh! But we don't, we don't sell it down there, and they sell it up here, but they're always out of stock because everybody wants to buy it. They actually made a limit on the bread. You can really? only buy six bread. It sells out in... The longest, it said one day it sold out. That was the longest store. But it usually sells out within the hours. You know you should stop because it's not too far from here that sells really good bread? Um, Bad Kitty. Bad, oh, yeah. 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 I no, passed that. You do? Yeah, I did pass that. Yeah. Yeah. They're always sending me coupons. Buy yeah. one, get one. Yeah. There was a couple of guy mannequins in the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need them, too, at my age. I throw them in the back of my car just to make it look like I have company all the time. Well, you know, was it... um. In Maryland, we have the carpool lane. And they, you oh, yeah. Yeah, put man, mannequins yes. in there. <laughs> so you so can, they uh, go, yeah, I yeah. remember that. that we don't have that much down here, so. No, um, I stick them in my bedroom. <laughs> so what do you want to know about me? Anything? Oh, I mean, oh, you know? my turn? Yeah. yeah, well. Talk about me. Well, uh, what, uh, we talked about retail. Yeah. What, what is... What do you like to do for fun? Like, what's your um, stalk you? I mean, your, oh, yeah, you do. You do. I, hey, listen. The first thing I look for is my good morning text from you. This is the first time I sent you a good morning. The text. guy sends me good morning texts. The next thing I'm gonna get an emoji kiss from him. Ah, uh, yeah, I will pop up. That's yeah, fine. I man. know you pop up. I know. Deep down uh, inside, I um, I like hanging out with my wife. She's my best friend. I know. Here we go with the fuck. Right? <laughs> we didn't pay. What's that mean? Oh, that was a... Um, a I have an alarm set on my phone because I play fantasy football, uh, fantasy basketball, and fantasy hockey. So I need to set my teams. So every day I have an alarm set, and that's what's going That is, yeah. I'm not a big what fantasy What I do for fun, person. I play... Fantasy football, fantasy I, baseball. I like I like watch... I watch a lot of sports all you the time. You do. What's watch, your team? I, um, I'm from Baltimore, so everything Baltimore. Um, Basketball-wise, I don't follow too much, but if I did, it's probably the Hornets, just because I live okay. in Charlotte. Um, hockey, I mean, you know, the Capitals, because they're right mm-hmm. there. And I mean, that's that's pretty much How it. How about tennis? You look like you would hit the couple... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Hit I some mean, balls um, around. You know, uh, Serena Williams all the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see her. She would destroy you. She would eat me alive. She would, literally. 
going to be the best sex Put your um, <laughs> Sorry, poor wife. Yeah, you should eat me alive. Okay, that's but good. Don't pray mantises do that. After they have sex with you, they just eat the man. Yeah, they off. do. Yeah. yeah. That's what she would probably yeah. do. That's a big thing. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty simple. I just, uh, I work and then I come home and then... Now, how are you at work? I mean, we talked about that, right? You're a good manager, right? You, you work I good? think um, I have great... There's things that I'm good at, and there's things I'm not good at. Yeah. I'm really good at talking my way out of situations. I'm really good. I can convince people to buy into my ideas. Uh-huh. So I like training people. Yeah, look at me. I'm here today. Yeah. On Saturday. Well, I can say, hey, we're going to do this iPad contest. You're going to talk. One okay. thing, I, I'm very honest. I've all, Well, I haven't always been very honest. But for the last 10 years of my life, I've been brutally honest because I spent a good part of my life in a negative zone because it's a bad part uh-huh. of my life. So I always say that um, even when I get interviewed or I talk to people and they're like, tell me about yourself work-wise. And I'll tell them the truth. I'm like, listen, you know, I have my flaws and I will show you a lot of my flaws unless you um, you push me. If you push me, I can, I can do good. I, I am better if you push my back against the wall. I am better if you're like literally like, Rob, you're this close to losing your shit. You better get your shit together. And then that's when I shine. Oh, yeah. If I get comfortable, I tend to be a not... I'm a, I'll always be a good manager to employees, but I tend to not be a good associate, if that makes any sense. No, it does. So as a, so if you ever want to make me, like, be better. Push you against the wall. Yeah, push me. I mean, you can look. Oh yeah, push me against the wall. Yeah, that's really, really weird. Um, <laughs> someone start making out with you? <laughs> no. Like, um, all right, here's a good example. Oh, so Jesus. when I was a assistant store manager, I wanted to move up to a store manager, but I, there was a store manager in front of me. So for me to move up, I needed to get him moved up. Kill him. So instead of killing him, I did everything I can to make him look amazing. I was always told assistant managers do the work, store managers get the glory. That was instilled in my brain, which doesn't make any sense now. But I always said, I always thought that assistant managers work their asses off, and store managers just sit there and do nothing, and they get all the glory. So my view was, I want to get there. So how do I get there? I get him promoted, Kill and him. I got him promoted. You did. I got. He needed sales numbers, so I reached out of the, the darkest part of me, and I. We had the number one store. We had sales numbers. We our store did so good that they took me and him, and we traveled to other stores to make them like this is what we're doing to be the best. And like we did so much, I improved so much that um, they had to give me a store, and they moved him up. And now he's a corporate trainer. And then really? I, yeah. And I just saw him because he comes down here. We're good friends. So I still. For, and he told me when I first started, he was like, "You're, you're, you're, you're just not, you're not good. You're, you're late." At the time, I was late all the time instead of being absent and stuff. You're late all the time. You're just joking around. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. You need to get your shit together or else. And he pushed my back against the wall, and I shined. Wow. So I'm waiting for this job. I'm waiting for me to get my back pushed against the wall. Jesus, it, it sucks. I hate, I hate to be that way, but I'd rather be honest and tell people okay. because like it's the only way I can. I, I work well is when my back's against the wall. Okay. And another thing I know how to do is um, when there's company in, in the in the store at any level, there's you know because I've met CEOs, I met things like this. I know when you to turn it on. to this. I know when to turn it's it on. It's stinking here. And I know when to turn it off. Okay. So like when it's just me and you working, I'm turning off and me and you are having fun. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm working like a dog. Yeah, and I'm just joking around. But when company is in town. Oh, I yeah. I'm just like this perfect, this perfect oh, student. Of course you are. But, um, yeah. Okay, so. well, that's good. 
I don't even know what the question was that you asked me. I just started rambling on. Um, the question was, is uh, what are you having for lunch today? And then we took a turn to oh. the uh, your manager oh. or your skills. So how do you feel about CBD? Oh, do you want to go to that shop today since it, we're almost done? This, I, I don't know. We're no, go. I can't go today. We're, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. You I'm don't have get to buy anything. No, I want to buy it because you yeah. say I'm walking almost horizontal. So, okay. Will so, it help my limp? So, for the for the listeners at home, they know I'm an advocate uh, CBD you uh, are. user. And I am pro-medical marijuana if it came into the state. So, I am 100% for it because I've seen the benefits. I watched my grandmother who was dying, lost her leg... And they said that she had a one year to live, and she lived another five years because she smoked pot every day. So I see, I see things, you know. So yeah, I know you have. I, see, I hallucinate when I'm one of these things. <laughs> Jesus. No, but um, CBD is definitely help. It's not for everyone, and not every CBD is the same. So I'm hoping that the stuff that I show you today, this company should pay me. I send a lot of people their way. You do. And well, I've contacted. You are very I, knowledgeable. I'll give you that. That's I, what, when you're. I've seen you shine. Yeah. When people ask you about that. When you're passionate about something, you'll sell it. And that's, that's what I told. True. That's what I was just telling recently the person that was training me for something at work. Um, I told him I said if I'm passionate about it, I'll sell it. But if I'm not, why would I tell you? Right. Well, because you use it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm gonna get um, on that. But the thing is, um. So I contacted the, the owner. The owner, I have messages. He's going to be on the podcast. He is? Yeah, the owner of the um, show. We've talked about it. We're just trying to find a perfect time because right now he's in Atlanta and things like that. Um, but he might be working today. I don't know. But we're going to go. Um, it's a really good company here. I appreciate what they're doing and how professional they are. It's not just like a very... The thing about CBD... I don't like, um, I call them head shops because where I'm from, they're called head shops, but down here they're called vape shops or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them, tobacco shops. But where I'm from, we call them head shops. It's very, it's kind of like a, walking into a porn store. Whoa. You know why you're there and everyone's, you, you feel like everyone's kind of judging you kind of thing. So when I walk into a, a smoke shop, everyone's probably thinking, oh, this guy's a pothead. That's why he's here to buy this stuff. That's what I think in my brain. This is, this is me. But when I walk into this CBD place, this is legit. This is a, like a doctor's office. It's really nice. It's like this. It's family oriented. There's a dog running around. Um, they have, you know, it's re- it's really nice. But when you go elsewhere to get CBD, like a gas station and stuff, it just seems like you're just buying this yeah. weird stuff. Um, yeah, we have to go. Yeah. But no, I, I think it would help you. And if it doesn't help you, then you tried it. You know. But the thing is, it's not going to work overnight. You got to take it every day. How long? Every day until it For runs how out. Long? Until it runs oh, out. until it runs out. Yeah, normally it says it. Not it, the rub on, right? The rub on. We're getting you the one that you just drop in your mouth. Drop in my mouth. Yes, unless you want the coffee. Yeah, they have penis enlargement. I never said pills. penis enlargement. <laughs> yeah. what Jesus. No, I think um, one thing about Myrtle Beach alone, South Carolina, I've never seen the push for CBD so much until I came here. Charlotte, they it was like a eh, some places had CBD. That's when I learned about it. Um, if but here it's 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 like a big thing, and maybe it's because it's a tourist area, and they just want people to buy stuff. Now, are there stronger? Um... Yeah, there's so many things about it. So CBD is um, it's a hemp plant. That's all it is. Yes. So the thing, the problem with it is, is it's still kind of a taboo subject. So they have they have pharmacists test it out, but they can't do a hundred percent of the testing. So some CBD is stronger than others. So that's why I say you have to try certain ones. I've tried seven different types, different brands of CBD. Just I got, today? No, not <laughs> just last this last uh, hour. Um, 
and I've tried so many and none of them really worked, but this one worked and I give it to my daughter and I would never give my daughter. And it's, that's a big, that's a really big taboo subject about giving your special need daughter. Mm. Cause it's technically, but it helps. It's, it helps. It's cannabinoid. Yes. It, that's what it is. Cannabinoid is CBD, which is basically the hemp plant, but you know what grows on the hemp plant? Marijuana. So it's a very tough subject because how do you get, so if where we're going to get CBD is a hundred percent CBD. But there might be a 0.01% of marijuana left in that CBD. It's not enough to fail drug tests, not enough to get you high. It won't. But it's it's enough to, you have to know that there is a chance that there might be a little bit of THC in there. Now, I've, I've been on CBD for years. I have passed every single drug test. I have not driven off the side of the road. I haven't killed anybody. I use it because I have neuropathy pain, which is... And it helps you. Yes. Imagine having, you, you walk like you have neuropathy. You do. <laughs> Imagine, imagine, you know, imagine like I can't feel my toes. That's how bad my um, diabetes is, and because of this medicine, I can feel my toes. Yeah, I want to get on it. So yeah, no, I do. I know you do. Because I'm, I'm yeah. achy at the end of the day. You know that that three to six o'clock or two I'll, to six. I'll tell you this. I have I have a journal. I don't tell anybody this. I'm gonna tell you this. I've yeah. never told you this. It's okay. They can hear it. Please. I have a journal sitting next to my bed. In that journal is ideas of... Dear Randy. Yeah. (laughs) In that journal, it's ideas of jobs. Things that I've always wanted to do. Businesses I've always wanted to own. Like a hot dog stand called Hot Diggity Dog. Like a a hamburger slider... um, you know, food truck, then all the hamburger sliders are named after baseball players or like first base or second base with, the, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I have so many ideas out there and a lot of it, but one of my, one of the most realistic things that I've ever wanted to do. Papa's ice cream. Papa's ice cream. Yeah. That's another idea. I'll probably write that down. Um, another thing I ever wanted to do was, um, I love CBD. I think it's wonderful. It's helped me. It's helped people so I want to own a CBD shop or I want to help out when medical marijuana does come I want to own it yeah that would be that's a Um, gold mine it is a lot of money there's a lot there's a lot of money to it but there is a lot of regulations you have to you have to be educated you think that's coming to the state um yes maybe in due time eventually every state will have it I mean just think about it Denver they make you know two billion dollars with taxes just alone Mm -hmm. because you can tax 22 percent Maryland has medical marijuana, uh, so you go in with your, but it's it's only for medical use. It's not for recreational use, so you have to have a, a medical card. You go in, you buy something. It's ten dollars, but they they charge you twenty percent tax. Twenty percent tax. So so that ten dollars is now like you know you're yeah. looking at fifteen sixteen dollars. Sure. You just you know almost half what you just bought, but that taxes goes to. Teachers, mm-hmm. stu- you know, the college world, debt, sure. um, you know, politicians' Make- pockets. You know, these are the things that it goes to. <laughs> these are the things that this goes to. So why wouldn't every state do this, dude? I, they should. I am extremely. If you want to talk about something that I'm passionate about, it is helping people with marijuana. Yeah, let's yeah. go. I'm ready. What? You heard it first. He's a pothead. No, I never, <laughs> I never said that. No, so no, we will go, but um, no, because we talked about you, that. I think you I want to go. I mean, there's so many options. There's water. You can just buy a bottle of water. I don't want water. So, I want something. To, I'm probably gonna buy some CBD water when we're there. So oh. it's just infu- it's just water, but it's infused with it, and um, you know, I like the up. drops in my mouth. Well, you can get that. Sorry, sweet potato. It's not my. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so I would say the name, but until they start paying me, I'm not going to... Yeah, I, I don't. used to say their name a lot. And yeah, don't. That, Just write it down. That, Here, I'll give you some paper. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, but it, yeah, so anything else you want to no, talk to about this here? This was no, fun. we Just, talked. This is very you know, interesting. Um, You know, so this episode... Uh, oh, it's an episode? Yeah, this is going to be episode 108. What is this going to be, like a Netflix series? This is episode 108 of the podcast. Oh, I like 108. Eight, um, skate, and donate. I can remember that. Oh, Jesus. Um, so this is going to be uh, Rando Commando. Okay. I hope you liked it. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to have a follow-up after uh, Tuesday night yeah. to see the, what went great mm-hmm. and what went wrong. That's fine. We have, so we, uh, we post once a week. Mm-hmm. our podcast um i'm telling you but i'm also letting them know so you can like us follow us twitter facebook instagram we're all over the internet you can google us google couch on fire podcast and we'll pop up and you can listen to us okay so um yeah any uh any plugs or any last words you want to plugs like plugs anything like you wanna... bad kitty butt plugs so this episode will be up on monday tomorrow oh. night is two on tuesday night at 7 30 you're going to be oh, on stage? 7.30. At the Comedy Open Cabana. Open mic. Comedy Cabana. North Myrtle. North North Myrtle Beach. It's, it's a, a nice night out. I think it's um, it's $12 a person. Uh-huh. And with, if you say you, you know Pop Pop, you it, might get you a discount. Say, <laughs> if you say you're coming to support Randy, they will give you a discount. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... Uh, I think it goes to about 9.30. But a nice night out. You'll see a lot of... Uh, First timers there, mm-hmm. open micers. It's nice. It goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've gone there a couple times, and now I'm gonna actually go on the stage. So, now uh, yeah. I don't work that day, but I am getting a colonoscopy that day, so it should be a fun night. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, you're never gonna make it. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm getting it in the morning. They said I should be fine by mid afternoon. Mid afternoon. Oh yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah Tuesday. Oh. I work at 6 a.m. on Wednesday, so it should be fine. Yeah, but you're going to be off Monday, right? Because you got to drink that liquid. No, I work Monday, but I don't, you have, better to, have, I don't a, have to start you drinking better the liquid. You have a bunch until, of diapers. I don't have to start drinking that liquid until like two. I know you're laughing. It's going to come out. You're not even going to know you're going to the bathroom. That's good. No, it's not going to be good. Well, I, no, I would have... rather go to work than then the semi, then send me home because I have shit running down my leg. Then <laughs> you are, when do you have to start taking the liquid? Uh, after two. After two? I what? get off at two. Oh, you do? Yep. So oh, then we're going to... Oh, you'll be fine. Yeah. That's Monday? Yep. And what time is your uh, call? 9 a.m. What? 9 a.m. Tuesday. Okay. So... Yeah, we're... I'll be done. They said I'll be done by 10. Yeah, maybe they're going to sleep. And then I'll rest. They want me to rest and at least, you know... I told them I was probably going to go out. They, they don't want me to drink. You're going to just rest. You'll be fine. Yeah. By... by yeah, you'll get your stomach. Well, don't make me laugh and make me shit my pants. Oh, God. Because that would be good for you. Good publicity. No. Anyway, let's end this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, <laughs> Just like that? Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Pop Pop. <laughs> if you guys love and like what you just heard, please like and share us. Go to our Facebook page or Instagram page or Twitter page, all at Couch on Fire Podcast. Um, we couldn't do this without you guys' support and We want to continue doing this because we do love and cherish everything we say and everything we do. And uh, thank you guys for everything, and I will see you next episode.